welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Tyler Hymanson. And we are here with the final movie before we finally get to Transformers Rise of the Beasts. It's coming out very soon here <laughs> next week. Um, and uh, so we're here talking about... Bumblebee! I mean, actually, wait, wait, wait. We're talking about... Bumblebee! Okay. There we go. No Shia. No Shia in this one. Uh, and uh, it wouldn't be uh, a great episode of the podcast without a very special guest. We have director uh, Bartley Taylor with us tonight. Hello, everybody. How are you? Good. Excited I'm to talk good. about robots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for being here, Bartley. Um, My pleasure. Before we uh, get too far into things, and we will get, uh, we'll ask soon about your, uh, you know, history with the Transformers here, but um, Eliz, where can people reach out? Yeah, uh, you can email us. Uh, we're, we need feature franchises to after this. SequelRights at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube at SequelRights. And rate and review us wherever you're listening. Five stars goes a long way to helping other people bring Autobots to this planet. Uh, <laughs> and we really appreciate it. <sighs> Not the peacekeeping force that is the Decepticons. That's yeah. right. They're just trying to keep things all they're doing safe mm-hmm. <laughs> they're trying to make cybertron great again to punish and enslave yes. no. as previously stated uh, all right but uh before we dive into the movie bartley uh you're a guest this week and thanks again for being here i'm happy to be here what uh what's your history with the transformers movies um my history would be that i have seen all of them um nice. Perfect. Actually, yeah. I, I think that's factual. Um, how many are there? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, you have, this is now a quiz. Uh, I have seen them all. Um, I think I've seen them all in theaters. Uh, I'm a I'm a decent fan of the first one. Like, yeah, you yeah. know that's a that's a solid movie. And sure. then everything else just jumbles into <laughs> one. I, I could not tell you the plot line of anything other than Decepticons are fighting. Autobots, mm. and, and not even, not even, barely, yeah, yeah, yeah. barely. <laughs> Sometimes not. I, I think we all watched these, you know, last week, and I couldn't tell you what happened. Right. <laughs> so true, so true. Oh God! All right. Well, should we? Um, are you ready to just dive right into this? Yes. We're talking about this week. I, I know I played those silly clips, but we are talking about the Travis Knight film Bumblebee from 2018. Yes. Let's get into it right now. I'm Charlie Watson. I'm 18. Today, actually. Is the beetle for sale? Cures, kid. Happy birthday. about things they don't understand. From now on, the only person you can show yourself around is me. Oh, I'm, I'm good. Now I'm good, thanks. All right, I have to say at the top here, a very quick disclaimer. 
this episode on Bumblebee is not an official part of our Herbie the Love Bug coverage. <laughs> just in case there's any confusion. It's fair. That's right. <laughs> just in case there's any confusion, this isn't a sudden uh, you know, episode about a yellow Herbie, okay? Although I would love it to see these two go to Monte Carlo. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. All that right. was a really long pause on the trailer. Uh, you know, we I, don't, we're not watching the visuals or only the audio. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, did it cut out? Like, what's I, happening? I could have cut it, but I was just like, as eh, lovely. I like how the trailer brings in that you know her age immediately. It's like Romeo and Juliet rules do not apply. Right. <laughs> I also didn't realize oh, you were playing the trailer for a second because recently learning about you and your position in sound, I was like, did he cut all this together? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a lot of work. That, no, no, no. that would be amazing. Did he pull hey, we, he sometimes does fun things. <laughs> he does. But no, not the yeah. trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I've been lately dabbling in AI uh, creative Optimus. Optimus Prime <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Which is fun. Um, but uh, Please don't sue us, Optimus Prime. Yeah. <laughs> we know you're out there. <laughs> they put it out there. That's true. Um, but yeah, so uh, we just talked last week about The Last Night, Michael Bay's last directed uh, Transformers sequel. This came one's out. directed by Travis Knight. Yes. <laughs> so it wasn't so, so, The so Last tech, Night. So, yeah. <laughs> wasn't boy. The Last Night after all. Travis Knight, who was the sixth or fifth or sixth not director of the Tom Holland Uncharted movie. And In, got, indeed, and yes. Tra- oh, man. Travis Knight, son of Air, son of yes. uh, Phil Knight. Uh, uh, Ben Affleck's character in the movie Air and also real life Nike man. Yeah. Directed Kubo. 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 Founded Leica. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Or part of it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. With all dad's shoe money. And uh, yeah, so this movie came out like a year later. Yes. Because last night was 2017. This was 2018. And, uh, you know, it's it's a prequel uh, spinoff. But also kind of still fits into the world of Michael. Yeah, kind Bay. of, but also could be completely separate, and that yeah. would have been fine. But yes, was Bernie Mac driving that truck at the uh, end? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. And also, you you mentioned this whole brain trust thing that had mm-hmm. happened, mm-hmm. and this came out of that, right? Yeah, this is one of the the writer um, on this film, uh, Christina, Christina Hodson. Hodson. Yeah, she was one of the you know female writers as part of that brain trust group and this kind of came this this story came out of that and you know you you watch it and you think like oh uh clearly they they were trying to course correct because last night was so bad but they would have been working on this before that even before that yeah, yeah i mean i think up, i was so. thinking about this watching it it makes so much more sense to do this type of amblin type movie of the Transformers, of like, oh, we're hiding an alien and and all that fun stuff. And it makes me wonder if Steven Spielberg's involvement early on, he was like, no, I'm not interested in that. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to say. I did, you know, uh, I did kind of think about, like, what would have happened if, like, this was the first movie that came out? Would it have still been such a huge, crazy success, or would it have been like, that was a good movie? It's, It's certainly more in line with the cartoons, Oh yeah, uh, and and just the look of it, and how everything functions, and all the Cybertron stuff. Uh, and I don't know, but I don't know if that's what people actually wanted. But it's the first one of these movies directed by somebody who actually gives a fuck about anything, any nostalgia for this franchise. Right. Mm-hmm. 
for sure. Well, it was just a nice break, honestly. Yeah. Like, I don't want to oversell it just because I was so exhausted by the other ones. But I was like, it's a miracle this exists. Yeah. Like, I, was like, I can't believe it. I, mean, like, I can't believe seriously. Michael Bay's yeah. name is still on this as a producer and that yeah. he allowed this to happen. <laughs> he didn't jump in and be like, we need to yell at an old lady and put boobs right. and, you know, like, <laughs> be racist. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I literally had that same thought thinking about, like, this is a, liter- a, a miracle of a film, the fact that we just watched all those five and then yep. this one is like so good it's yeah. like really good you guys uh i think at least mm-hmm. it has and small and nice yeah, that's <laughs> funny because it's the perfect example of like it's all about who you stand next to right mm-hmm. because yeah. i didn't watch the other one i watched it to rewatched it today so mm-hmm. the first time i saw it was in theaters when it came out and then mm-hmm. i rewatched it today and i remember seeing it in theaters and i was like eh, yeah okay <laughs> and then today i was like well shit that's actually better than I remembered it, yeah. and I yeah. like I I enjoyed that, but it's probably real fucking good compared to like oh yeah, yeah. oh my god yeah oh, yeah stack it up to the previous ones and right it's like, before it yeah it's like you can tell the difference like immediately I mean mm-hmm. like sure the it opens up the movie opens with this awesome Cybertron mm-hmm. action sequence that I have to imagine is going to be similar to what we I guess we don't know for sure but. It's probably going to be similar to what we see in that animated movie that's mm-hmm. coming out next year. This um, almost is, looks like right out of Transformers the movie. It looks almost animated. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah, the yeah. closest, you know, we've... I mean, it is animated, yeah. obviously, the, but yeah. The big thing in this movie, like, all the Transformers are, like, in their G1, uh, yeah. you know, designs and stuff, which looks really awesome. And so this is the closest we ever get to, like, what the original cartoon might look like today. Do you whatever. feel like that Optimus Prime less cool because he didn't have metallic flames? No! <laughs> you know what, though? I was kind Pretty of like, cool. these movies have trained me to be like, Autobots have colors decepticons are only silver <laughs> so in the beginning of this movie i was like what's happening you mean sound waves not just some big silver satellite floating in there he's a tape deck yeah. i know we talked Sorry, about the whole tape deck thing in earlier episodes because elis didn't know and i was like there it's happening in this movie mm-hmm. go ravage <laughs> so cool um but yeah, I mean, it starts off with that, and then once we get to, uh, you know, kind of getting introduced to John Cena's character and everything, you can mm-hmm. just tell immediately that, like, this is a different mm-hmm. type of movie. Yeah. One thing I noticed, there is absolutely no slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, so many opportunities where, like, watching it, I was like, if this was Michael Bay, that would have been, like, a big slow-mo shot. Yeah. And none, none of that ever. And also, this movie, knowing how to use John Cena before Hollywood figured out how to use John Cena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was funny. Um, yeah. It <laughs> it's kind of um, weird because when the Decepticons first come and they're like, "We're the Decepticons. We're here to help," or whatever. I was like, "Doesn't yeah. anybody ever notice how their name is the Decepticons?" Yeah. And then later, John Cena <laughs> yeah. specifically said, "He's like, their name is the Decepticons. Isn't that ringing the alarm bell?" I loved it. It's oh, so funny. I do have the clip. Yeah, they literally call themselves Decepticons. That doesn't set off any red flags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I was like, oh, thank you, John Cena, for saying like the obvious. That's where it, it does work because there's a there, I, there was another moment where it's like it pokes. There was a scene between Haley Steinfeld and, and the guy where it was like kind of cheesy. I'm gonna I'm botching it because I can't remember. It. But he basically like he takes the takes he says the line and then you're kind of like what? And then he says something after it that basically like takes the piss out of it and like acknowledges how you know it's self deprecating. You're like okay, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I thought it was a little bit confusing that his name wasn't Toretto and we didn't see Mr. Nobody recruiting him to S7. <laughs> <laughs> like, been, I did been find that confusing. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he was also, dealing with cars. Yeah, so... He, he, yeah, I know. Uncle Jacob. His character... Uncle Jacob. Uh, his character is part of Sector 7. Yes. Indeed. Mm. Uh, and it seems as though he's Sector 7 before the Transformers are even there. Right. Um, so, you know... Well, we can talk about that a little bit later, but yeah, it is interesting that there's that going on. So it is, yeah, you know, we talk about how it's separating itself from the um, original series, but it kind of not really. Mm-hmm. And like, it isn't, it's again, another situation where it's like totally picking and choosing what it wants to yeah. keep from that. Because if you go by the last movie we just saw, Bumblebee was in world war two fighting exactly. the Nazis oh and stuff like that. It doesn't so, make sense. Yeah. He, like, after world war two, he left and then came back for the cold war. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah, yeah. You don't remember? Bumblebee fought the Nazis. Jeez. What movie was that? The last, last night. night. Yeah. All right, maybe I didn't. See yeah. That. No, 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 no. It's it's literally like thirty seconds of that movie. Yeah. Like Anthony Hopkins is like forgettable. The Transformers helped Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman, <laughs> us beat the Nazis. Nazis. Yeah. You know, Napoleon. Like, they had been there throughout all of history. There is an entire sequence where they assault a Nazi headquarters. Yeah. yeah. Like, with that, bubble that, specifically. That happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, but he he's he's back now from. Wherever. Which I had not seen last night by the time I had seen this movie. Oh, okay. And I enjoyed this movie much more because of it, I think. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Serious backstory on Bumblebee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we also see that the Decepticons can just, like, liquefy people now. Oh, yeah. Which is fun. <laughs> that was them cool. dust people. Yeah. That was now they can liquefy yeah. Like, when they, when they liquefied the, like, redneck guy at the beginning, yeah. that was, like, I, I remember seeing it first. I was, like... Okay. (laughs) It feels very like Men in Black. Yes, it does. (laughs) Where they just like in a bunch of plasma, and you're like, I like how I like the way they pop. Yeah, is what he says. Is is that uh, Justin Thoreau doing? It is. Yes. Is he the voice actor? Yes. Oh my god. Doing a less insane voice than he is doing in White House Plumbers currently. And then who's who's the other one? Angela Bassett. Oh my gosh, Shatter. That is so funny. I I was like, I thought maybe it was Viola Davis for a minute, and then I forgot to look it up. Which I thought was like such a cool casting choice because like she kind of has, you know, the Decepticons like kind of tricked this. I guess mainly just this one guy. Powell. One guy, but friend I like Powell? that. Yeah, friend Powell. Friend Powell. But I like that she kind of has like a disarming. You know. Yeah. She doesn't sound like cartoonishly evil. She yeah. sounds like oh maybe she's nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. A little bit like Sephathun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but in the you know it's like uh, in her full voice she's being super nice and then she's turning to him like and then we'll kill them right after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I, I kind of like that dual nature of her character. It's fun. She plays a, a shatter, and Justin Thoreau plays Dropkick. Drop. Yeah, Dropkick. Isn't that kind of suspicious? <laughs> shatter, you could go either way, yeah. maybe. Dropkick. Uh, yeah. And they're just kind of like, uh, I don't know, they're just like Decepticon goons that are just looking yeah. for, they're yeah. looking for Bumblebee. That's so like the They don't even know they're on Unicron. <laughs> right. The threat of like the world is going to be destroyed is there. Yeah. Way 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 in the background, but the scale of this movie is just kind of like is this girl going to get along with her parents and get over the death of her father and maybe yeah. date this guy or whatever. Right. You know, like and and what's going to happen and is Bumblebee going to 
live to the yeah. end of the movie. It was essentially all that's really there. We don't have to worry about like an apocalyptic planet coming out of the sky and hitting Earth or whatever. We do get a big ray going into the sky, though. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. But it's just based on like a normal antenna. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's like, not on uh, Stonehenge. Yeah. <laughs> I do think I, I like that for the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I, I have seen in some of the discussions of the new film that's coming out that that is like one of the reasons why they went with like a bigger more Michael Bay type action film for the new one oh. um, because I think some fans of the series were like there's not enough action in Bumblebee they were just mad that it was a female protagonist yeah. <laughs> it's because I mean, it didn't crack probably. 500 million at yeah. the box office yeah. so it still did it. pretty well I think yeah. Yeah. it did just under that Yeah. well yeah let's talk about Haley Steinfeld mm-hmm. love Haley Steinfeld big fan yep She's Charlie, and, and she's like selling this relationship. You know, it's a. I just kept thinking during this whole movie too, like you know, they had all that talk in the first film about how it's a boy in his car. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, it's a boy in his car filled with like you know ninety five percent other bullshit that's going on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, and it's not really about that. This yeah. is how you do like a yeah. character in their car, yep. yeah. yeah, or really their dog. It's yeah. Bumblebee yes. is a dog. Yes, in this movie. yes. <laughs> he's so cute. Yeah. I love the shot, the first transformation shot when yes, she was underneath. That was and one like of my favorite that shots. stands up through. It's That's fantastic. Cool. It yeah. was just cool to see, like, oh, there's his head underneath the car. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that's how it would be, I guess. Is that how it is in the toys? Is the head, like, on the bottom? Um, I think somewhere. Somewhere, somewhere. like that. Yeah, yeah okay. it usually just kind of folds into the, maybe. The, I would say that that part of it was never really that designed. It was kind of just, like, <laughs> yeah. it kind of, however they could make it. Yeah. yeah. But it was very, like, big pieces were moving around. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the nanobot. Yes, like transformation that we saw in some of the more recent yeah, movies absolutely. where they could thank, really become anything. It's like his same pieces, like right. until the very end. But yeah. yeah, you know, like yeah, I like I feel like the designs of you know in this movie are a lot more. They're a lot cleaner. You can see yes. actually literally where the parts of the cars are. Like oh, yeah. there's the headlights on their chest or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like the tires back here, and they just don't look like a bunch of pointy metal bits. Yeah. Like <laughs> well, yeah, and even the Shatter character is now only the second. Mm-hmm. lady transformer that mm-hmm. we've had or female coded transformer that we've had and but her like chest is just the like headlights kind of which you know haha but they're not like <laughs> like that other, that other that other lady that the what was her name the Gemma Chan character in the last Quintessa. night Quintessa. yeah she wasn't uh, Transforming into anything. She was right. just like a sexy lady made oh, out of metal God. pieces. Yeah, I did see that one. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, like, yeah, like, like a, a, a dress princess yeah, that looks yeah, like yeah. A, where she's wearing a dress. She didn't yeah, yeah. Just turn into Stupid. a plane or a car or anything. She looked like the species alien. Yeah. Of. Yeah, yeah. So at least this one actually becomes like a... Yeah. Um, um, uh, a car rally kind of looking car, the same as the and a jail counterpart or, hel- or a helicopter. Yeah, so um, that was good. And then Haley Steinfeld, of course, we've complained about ev- or I personally have complained about every female character yes. in these movies being just rid- ridiculously sexualized. Even the fourteen-year-old Dora the Explorer girl from the last movie yeah. got sexualized, <laughs> yeah. and this one, like. There's this boy who has, like, a crush on her, but it's not, like, sexual in no. any way. He just, like, the most he yeah. tries to do is, like, hold her hand. No, the movie literally it ends, ends with, with him <laughs> yeah. turning over her hand, and she's she like, was no. just like, nope, that's a boundary yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. it was amazing. She yeah. all the like, agency. She yeah. was wearing, like, regular T-shirts yep. and yeah. long jeans. She's yeah. a mechanic. Yeah. She's a mechanic. Yeah. By the way, we didn't meet the... Well, so was Megan Fox. Oh, that's true. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. She was I'm, just, I'm just saying. But I'm trying to give this movie credit. I thought, I thought we didn't. So I, I didn't notice it until this time. What's what's the 
the guy's name? Memo. 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 Yeah. So, like, I was, we, you, he doesn't, they don't actually meet in the garage until no. minute 53 of the yes. movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the, f- what? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, like, cause when, by the time he came in, I was like, have they spoken to each other? Like, yeah. he keeps making that attempt, but like, mm-hmm. she doesn't even know who he is. And this guy just like walks in her door and she's yeah. like, oh, okay, come in, come in. Well, it seemed like he lived across the street. He lived across, lived the, across street. the street. They worked at the same place. Like they well, definitely. He, he, she worked at Hot Dog on a Stick, and he they, worked at the church. They worked at the yeah. boardwalk. Those are yeah. two different <laughs> businesses. I understand. I understand. Okay, no, uh, he didn't have to wear the little outfit and the hat. The way the way that I interpreted that was that they actually were probably friends beforehand, and she'd closed off since her dad died. I didn't get that I, at all. Yeah. But she said like didn't. There was some sort of introduction. Yeah, in, they in like the introduced. Yeah, because he keeps saying like we haven't actually met, but yeah, I feel like you know they 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 went to the know same school of each other. Like, yeah, but yeah. they haven't actually met, which she, it was kind of cool. Seen him, but they yeah. haven't met. Yeah, yeah, because like Megan Fox and Shia also like barely knew each other at school, but by the end of the movie they like made out. Yeah. And this one they're barely meeting, and at the end of the movie she's like, mm, yeah, you know, call me maybe. Like, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and it's just like a really fun organic way for him to discover. Uh, Bumblebee too, like he's yeah. just yeah. out there nervous, and then he's just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in and do it." And then it's like, "Oh fuck, there's an alien!" Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, there's no shots of him staring at her boobs. No. He's not like looking at her. Uh, you know, yeah. it just he has one of he's the best lines. Like, he's like, "I know what I know to make you feel better." Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's never like, oh my god, she's so hot. Yeah. Right. So yeah, even like that twelve-year-old kid in the yeah, last movie. that twelve-year-old that Dora the Explorer was sexualized in the that's, last movie. That's correct. So it's just crazy. Um, uh, I was so this was great. I was trying to think of the point of when you're talking about the transformations, and I want to give Travis Knight specific credit for that as as an animation background and specifically a stop motion animation background. Like all of like knowing how those pieces go together, I feel like that. All of those transformations are so well played out. Even when Bumblebee is in his various like cut down forms or as yeah. he's like trying to sneak through the house and all that stuff. All of that is so well designed and yeah. so well executed. It's fantastic. It's so smooth. And like there's all these great moments like we talked. I mean, we mentioned very briefly about how the uh, Decepticons can transform from car into a plane or whatever. Yeah. And there's just all these great moments in like the final action sequence where there's like, these like you know they're 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 using the transforming in like practical ways in right. like a fight or something where as uh you know in the Michael Bay ones like they could just fly as robots or whatever right. this one's like oh they can't fly but like if they're falling through the sky they can quick transform into a plane mm-hmm. and yep. then fly around mm-hmm. or like if Bumblebee gets punched and he's flying through the yeah. air he can land as a car drive back around and come back transform again with a punch like that mm-hmm. is such cool uh you know action scene design yes. or choreography. It's like, uh, it was just fun to see like six movies in like some inventive stuff. Happening. Yes. Yeah. There was a lot of like partial transforming. Mm-hmm. There was a part where they were like, okay, buddy, why don't you only partially transform so you can like get through the door back yeah, out right. of the house Sneak or there through, yeah. when the mom was driving Bumblebee and not knowing, and he was like thumbs up <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. That was pretty funny. So. Yeah. And Pamela Adlon is the, as the mom is oh, fantastic. in this. Yeah. As a not annoying, crazy mom. Yes. <laughs> she's so good in whatever yeah. she does. Yeah. I just love her. It's, yeah. She's great in this. It is funny. Like there's so many, there, there are a lot of beats from the first film that are repeated, but done so much better in this yeah. film. Like the parents are 
you know, not crazy and annoying. Uh, there, there's a they're annoying, but they're annoying to the kid from her point of view. Way, yeah. In right. a normal way, right? And <laughs> they're mean, just try, not spewing random yeah. lines. Yeah, I tried to think about the reaction I would have if I came home and my kid was the res- reason of that house damage, mm-hmm. and I would have just it would have been way worse reaction. Than <laughs> yeah. they had. It would have yeah. just been straight murder. Yeah. <laughs> like, at my first, I was like, these people are hard up for cash. Like we know that yeah. as a story point, and like this house is. Um, it's just like, uh, you know, you commented in the first movie, I think it was when, uh, Bumblebee gets captured and you're like, Oh, they play it like it's sad. And you're like, you don't even care at all. But in this movie, when it happens, I feel like they have spent so much time, like really building up that relationship and you actually feel for Bumblebee. It's like, it's, it's not the level of, sorry. Uh, it's not the level of ET, but like, that's what it's going for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Well, we made, it is very ET esque. We made fun of Mark Wahlberg for constantly being like, hi, I'm Kate and I'm an inventor. (laughs) This one, she's like, hi, I'm Charlie and I'm 18 years old. Today is my birthday, which is a little (laughs) bit weird, but then you're kind of like, no, she felt like that was the most important thing to tell Bumblebee because of the emotional, place that she was in yes. on that day with yeah. her dad being dead getting the car being you know and so it makes a little bit more sense mm-hmm. um and yeah she just kind of like opens up to bumblebee right away and he's you know there to listen and like you said they made him seem like a puppy so yeah, yeah they they, Rule number you know, one, they don't hurt the design, dog so he has more of like yeah. eyebrows he's, yep. soft, he can he's softer yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i actually like to um what they did with like the scale of the transformers in this mm-hmm. one they're like they're not i feel like some of the decepticons maybe are as big as they are in the um yeah. bay film but like bumblebee like in the bay movies could not have fit in the house the no. way he does right. in this yes. movie right. well, that's why it's great to have him be the bug instead yeah. of a bigger car yeah. Yeah. or you know like optimus being mm-hmm. the big rig like you you believe that he could transform into a form that could fit inside the house. Yeah, yeah and it's garage. nice that he feels like he's a more manageable size and you can relate to him a bit more. And she hugs him. I don't know yeah. if this is true or not, but it really did feel like she they at least built one thing that she could hug or talk I, yeah, to. Yeah, I think they absolutely did. I think yeah, they did, yeah. Which I feel For like reference. was probably not the case at all in some of the other ones. No. And like to, to get back to what you said about a, a her saying, hey, you know, it's a, I'm Charlie and it's my 18th birthday. That's the most important thing of her life because how you do a boy in his car or a girl in his car, that is about freedom and independence. Mm-hmm. Like having that car is is being able to make your own choices. And that is the core of that type of story. And that's why this movie actually succeeds at that. And Transformers 1 is uh, – that's just some bullshit that they said. <laughs> yes. it's uh, It does – I mean, for me, like, you know, I was just watching it. Uh, today <laughs> you know finishing up today yep. and like I, there's just so many emotional beats that actually were like you know getting to me yeah, it, it <laughs> in work. this movie that like don't happen in the other ones like all the stuff with her dad and like you know uh, just those really sweet scenes um, where she's you know explaining what happened and playing the music you know their favorite song and all that stuff mm-hmm. like it's really emotional and and just her connecting with with Bumblebee and the fact that the movie gives all that time and focuses on that instead of more explosions or whatever, I think is really, uh, you know, really great. I think nostalgia is a really dangerous thing. And I think that this movie doesn't lean into it too much. I feel like it does a very good job of that eighties period 
Yeah. Nonsense. I don't know if I missed a title thing. card that said the year, but I wasn't quite sure. 1987. Did it say that? On this? Yeah. Okay, I missed it. So I wasn't quite sure like what time period we were in until somebody started talking about Alf, and then I was like, oh, okay, we're in the eight. And then, and then obviously later with He's the music of the Breakfast Club and everything like that. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean. Well, speaking of the no- nostalgia, I, okay, so I'm, I'm a huge 80s enthusiast, so that was mm-hmm. part of like why nice. I loved it. So again, recently learning what you do for a living. Yeah. I and like, how did you feel about the needle drops? Like, mm. so many. I, I've there's to me, there was like, this is an 80s movie, we got a <laughs> packet full of 80 songs. Even if you're gonna get three seconds of tears for fears, yes. then you're gonna move along. Like, I was like, all right, like, that's a little much. It is a lot, it's a lot. I mean, for me, I'm just thinking, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, like, oh my god, like, they had to clear all this stuff, Expensive. and like, yeah. you know, um. We talked about early on how I, I love the idea of Bumblebee like using, you know, audio tracks or whatever. And in this one, he uses way more songs than he does. Mm-hmm. In the previous films, he uses a lot of like movie clips and stuff. And mm-hmm. this one, he's like almost all songs. Yeah, which was great. And it's, it's more emotional. Makes more sense. It's very cool. And it would be yeah. a fun thing to do as a music supervisor. Um, but also like a nightmare to clear all those yeah. songs <laughs> for this movie. They must have had. But it's way nicer to work. have an entire line or a stanza from a song instead of this like you know, ransom note cut out <laughs> musical yeah. ransom note of cut pieces, you know, chopped up and word for yeah. word. So, yeah. And it's like, you know, and they build into the character that music is such a big, like, you know, she loves the Smiths and everything. And mm-hmm. it's like yeah. a big part of her life and her relationship with her dad and everything. So it's an extra, it's a cool extra level and explanation of why, uh, Bumblebee goes through the work to be able to do mm-hmm. that. Cause I, I don't know what he's doing. Like, you know, uh, how, how he's, so he's like, he's learning the stations. Yeah. He's learning the like. stations. But, <laughs> but I was also like, is he just like recording all the songs? I think so he was he's like recording ready? or somehow saving clips on his hard drive or yeah. something because the timing's I, just perfect. Every time he switched yeah. to a channel. Yeah. So it's like, I know I'm like the station couldn't possibly have been playing. That, right. That because also at the very, very end, he uses a clip of her, her voice, yeah. which right. I probably wouldn't have known if I didn't have the captions on. But oh, it, it's yeah, partly that. Yeah. that it's like in Charlie's voice, like she says Bumblebee. It, yeah, she says Bumblebee. Like, he goes like, my name is Bumblebee, but it's her oh, voice. Like, yeah. uh, so he like okay, rec- so also records conversations, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think it's cool. I mean, you know, at a certain point, like those movies that are in you know a specific time period like that's they all just want to hear all the hits and everything right yeah. someone that, yeah, in the I mean, studio wants the all story, those story story the story use of the music all great all fine with but it was like we have a transition shot of the golden gate bridge before the, let's, have a song. Put it, let's put in like five <laughs> seconds of an 80 song right yep. here like, yep. right. i feel like narratively there's justification for this and it's also like soon enough after guardians where that hadn't that trend hadn't completely taken over mm. and we're, we're just very tired of non-stop needle drops yeah it's been five years stranger things ruined us yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah but But yeah stranger uh, things i mean similar vibe kids hiding somebody yeah yep 80s 80s music yeah definitely um but yeah i mean i think the backstory of bumblebee using song clips or whatever it was cool to like learn more about it i mean i guess like justifying it was giving me like a little bit of solo vibe i was, I was gonna say what's, what's what's better backstory yeah. that or hans han traveling solo yes <laughs> are you all alone yeah yeah uh, i like it more I, but i, I have the exact yes, i had the exact same that plot. but yeah like and there were a few other things that they like kind of explained to which i'm like i don't know if i really needed that explained but sure. because they link it to like her character and yeah. everything it's nice 
It is like, you know, yeah. In the first movie, they're literally just like, his voice box doesn't work. And yeah. that's all right. it is. But right. So I kind of like that there's this more like emotional reason why he... Yeah, the backstory. Right, well, even why the voice box got destroyed in the first place, mm-hmm. they make like a reason for it that yeah. this villain was like, all right, if you're not going to tell me, then I'm going to... Like, you, you know. don't need to talk at all. Yeah. So... Yeah. They think that they must think that Bumblebee is much more perishable than he actually is because he's left for dead twice in this yeah. movie, <laughs> three yeah. times. Yeah, in fact, that's true. And then he's fine. He always comes back. Yeah, he's got to shoot him. Yeah, well, I was gonna say in, in <laughs> a in a lost esque uh, CPR scene. Yeah, <laughs> give me another electricity, electricity gun. gun. Yeah, <laughs> conveniently placed right next to me. <clears throat> um. But yeah, I mean, uh, so yeah, the whole thing is, uh, you know, we saw on Cyber- Cybertron, uh, uh, Bumblebee was sent to Earth, so he's going to like, you know, kind of scout it out and all the Autobots are coming there. Mm-hmm. We get all these like, you know, messages from um, Optimus. and um, Very cool hologram design, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. I just can't believe that they resisted Optimus coming in at the end and saving everybody. I was like shocked because I thought for sure that that was going to happen. Like it was great. Oh yeah. Cause this (laughs) is your first time seeing this movie. Yeah. I've never seen this. Oh yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I was just like, I'm sure Optimus will come in the end and save everything. But then I was like, Oh, he's not. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. He showed up off screen. He's just there. Yeah. (laughs) Even the actual like showing the, you know, at like the, the big rig, like yeah. it's super subtle. Like yeah. I was like focused on like the Camaro. You're like, yeah. oh, he changed the Camaro, and then I'm yeah. like, he's next to it. Oh shit, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's oh. I was like, that's, but it might not even. But it might be. not be. Yeah. Wouldn't even, yeah, it doesn't matter. So, yeah. pretty cool. They were able to resist that. Um, I did her annoying little brother. Um, so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he Pretty was good. just going to be a bad character, but then they have a kind of like a nice yeah. uh, thing with him. He does stuff. Yeah. And I, I thought it was really funny when he puked in the car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the stepdad gets his little stepdad hero moment. Yeah. yeah. He's really annoying. He wants her to yeah. smile more. Triggering. Mm, which oh, is, which yeah. is insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then, um, but also, it didn't feel gendered. It right. just felt like a stupid thing that these parents were yeah, like, yeah, trying to exactly. do. He's um, just trying to just, help in the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but so yeah, he got his hero driving moment, and the kids just like that was amazing. But then he just pukes all over the car, which was I love really funny. I loved his justification. Where it was just like I was trying to save the other kid. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lose lose. <laughs> but yeah, this kid, I did do the child star check in oh. for him, Jason Drucker. He is the the wimpy kid of diary. Oh, he has a diary. Yeah, he's got a diary. I see. He's a wimpy kid. Um, That's why he hasn't been in anything since this movie. He's just kind of being like a high school kid and going to prom and uh, playing high school baseball and chilling. But he did. I noted he did. According to his Wikipedia, he recently starred as Bill Anderson in his high school's production of Mamma Mia, which is the Skarsgård role. So he was a Papa Pia. Yeah, he was. Wow. The high schools are doing like, who's the daddy? Yeah. Why not? It's a crowd pleaser. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's so yeah, funny. I'm sure he'll come back to acting uh, soon. Mama Mia three. Mama Mia. Mama Mia. It's gonna happen. Come on. This is money on the table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got to grab it up. Oh man. So yeah, yeah, that's all I have on on him. He's the only kid. Nice. Yeah. He he's pretty funny. Yeah. Um the the stepdad did make it into one of my clips. 
Uh, I thought this was one of the funniest moments uh, in the movie, too. No, when I was going through puberty, I, I stole things, too. I stole a box of Malamars once. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. A John Cena line, too. Yeah, 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 we, yeah we know. <laughs> So funny. <laughs> also, let's talk about how this Transformers movie has the best relationship with the military as any other Transformers movie. It's the Amblin angle of yes. them, like they're right. mostly evil, yeah. uh, but it's also not annoying. And it starts with John Cena's character being not on like some crazy military maneuvers, but they're, they're on training. like a, they're on yeah. a paintball field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and like and the, and in the end, he's like, you know what? I'm not here to be killing a kid's dog. Like, just yeah. go. Yeah, just <laughs> go. <laughs> I don't. I don't get, yeah. get out of here. You yeah. know. <laughs> well, because said dog saved him. Too. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, that's great. And we didn't have to get like a 15 minute sequence of whatever weird military tech was up for rent this year another right. thing that's really fantastic about this movie is that it really embraces its northern california setting and there's a lot of great shots the boardwalk shots and mm-hmm. driving up around golden gate bridge like it's san francisco's gorgeous and shooting on location is a privilege these days and i think this movie uses it to great effect is that like canonically the same boardwalk where like you could get us that's the Santa Cruz boardwalk. Oh. Which one are they at in this movie? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> but Somewhere if, near. If yeah. Bumblebee, or if, if Haley had turned the wrong way, could she have been us? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Tie in. Yeah. <laughs> don't go to the Hall of Mirrors. That's really I did. Know. I specifically noticed the location, too, because that house is probably, this is another thing when I was like, Money problems, but oh, that yeah, house they look is rich. worth five million dollars. That's definitely looking yeah. over eighty-seven, Maybe not an 87 baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <now laughs> it is. Okay, okay, wait. This loops me back around yeah. to we were talking about the so visually, like like camera movement or mm-hmm. or film grain or what, any of that. None of that looked eighties. Yep. Only knew it was eighties because of the music, because yeah. of the wardrobe, and because they told us. Yep, and like the cars, <laughs> but like it wasn't. It wasn't, it like you know. I'm trying. I guess cinematically, like I, you don't watch it and you don't think. I feel like it's trying 80s. to do. I feel like it's trying to do some Amblin shit. Like I feel like that there's some Dean Cundy light rays. There's some, especially in the junkyard and things like that. I feel like that he's trying to do it, but they're mm. also knowing that like it's a really hard balance to strike if you're thinking about it because like Michael Bay movies slick as shit that's out there. Yeah. And then trying to evoke this kind of nostalgic. So you end up with this weird halfway. And I think I agree with you that it doesn't quite land in terms of like where, when yeah. visually what's happening. Right. Yeah. There were a few times, like, especially when they're in like the sector seven base where I'm like, this all looks too modern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, I did like, I did like that scene where, uh, you know, eventually the Sector 7 people, they start working with uh, the Decepticons and they're like hacked into their like phones or oh whatever. My God, yeah. And then they have that whole scene. It's like, oh, my God, they're connecting everything <laughs> together in some sort of like intertwined web of information. I did not tell. It's like, wait, they're saying Transformers created the Internet. Transformers <laughs> yeah. created the Internet. Sorry, yeah. Al Gore. But yeah. also, so now it's like that's canonically like they not only helped Harriet Tubman and defeated yeah. the Nazis, yeah. Yeah. they also invented they the Internet. They created the Internet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so funny which you know absurd. um so i don't know when when you were a bratty high school person sure. or whatever like when you wanted to be mean to someone 
Did you ever stoop to the level of saying, well, your dad's oh dead. My God. Oh, Every Jesus. Day, this is, that this happens horrid. in lots and lots of movies and it TV does. shows. Somebody will be like, well, at least my mom's not dead or at least my parents aren't divorced. And I'm like, why do they do that? I don't know because any kids that would go like... Kids are to, fucking to evil. To that level, yes. though? Oh, I, I, never, I feel yes. like it must have happened. I never heard of anything like that no. outside what of even cross? I was in marching yes. band. You know, you did like the worst possible things to torture people, but I would never have even occurred to me to say well, oh your you, parents are divorced your parents are dead or whatever I'm like yeah like, you wouldn't or well, I no, wouldn't but, I, but, like, I, but I, any, even any other like evil bullies like I just feel like that never came up probably would. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know I did cringe at that and then I but I was like I feel like the only true justification like if she just fucking hit her right in the mouth and, like, <laughs> yeah. and then like the scene cutter like drove away like I'd have been like okay alright I'm down but like when she said that line I was like ah. Uh, uh, you wish kids yeah. are fucking evil. I guess yeah. so. I guess I just they will. Don't. They will. They will say some shit like. I don't. I just don't see that. Well, and that girl got her car crushed for fun. She yeah, did. she that did. Was that was pretty hilarious. Yeah. They did commit a felony, but you know, eh. <laughs> should we talk about Chekhov's state diving championship? Yeah, yeah. I would yes. say that's the one um, yes. aspect that I like thought was maybe a bridge too far. That Swing really away, Meryl. Yeah, the, the Dive diving away. subplot. I don't know that we needed it, especially because the car all. repair was already like her thing yes. with her dad. Right. So I don't know that we needed the and diving. You forget on top about of that. it until the end. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, I know. She I dove was, into the clearest harbor bilge water. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I, I was like, I think it's probably safer to do the cliff jump. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought she was going to die just from hitting the concrete at the yeah. bottom. But then once she hit the water, it looked pretty deep. But still, and it was, was a little like, bit like, what are you going to do? It looked beautiful. It looked yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's a great, it's a, it's a good, uh, it's a good like emotional moment, and I get it. And like, it does look yeah. cool when she goes underwater. Yeah. But you are thinking the whole time, like, uh, what are you going to do down there? He's a giant robot. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna save you now. She's gonna kiss him. (laughs) She's gonna kiss. That was some rough CG in the in the uh, the actual beginning cliff dive with the guy that she was like, like, oh my god, ship. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it looked like he jumped off like a two foot (laughs) cliff. Like the way that when he falls in, I'm like, that that did not look like the right height. That looked like on the day they showed up, they had a different plan, and they were like, no, you don't have insurance on that dude. And they were like, ooh, let's jump into else. this ball pit quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll edit yeah, it the on. only uh, CG thing that I kind of noticed that looked weird to me was when she was like, in the finale when she was running and they were like fighting around her. Oh, yeah. I didn't feel like she was ducking and covering oh, her Oh yeah, it enough. was bad. There was stuff flying like all around her Dusters. and it didn't seem like she was trying to Wait, protect her face Eliz, at all. Do you know what you're saying right now? You know what you're saying aloud? To, to to all our audience, you miss Michael Bay. No, <laughs> you I'm miss how Michael Bay that. stages these action sequences. I don't think so because <laughs> it felt more involved. He was shooting those plates better. No, That's what I'm hearing. No, I like I, I like that the debris was closer to her because if it had been Cheyenne Megan, they would have been in the Egyptian desert and the debris would have been 500 feet away from. But them. there would have been sparks. And yeah. so much, yeah. so much slow mo sparks. That's what Michael Bay. Yeah, there's even sparks. a moment where like a car. Uh, or there was that moment where. Um, you know, you're talking about the stepdad doing the car maneuver. Yeah. That last car flips over them, and I was like, this is going to be slow-mo, because I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. like Michael Bay, but it didn't happen. It just flipped over, Whoop. and they were like, wow. And that, that person died. That would have been like a, whoa. <laughs> the dad, the dad the killed car. that dude. <laughs> yeah, totally. No safety on those 80s Broncos. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, what else? I don't have any specific movie things. Um, 
I have, uh, you know, they, they, uh, I really felt like, you know, seen when, uh, John Cena acted the same way I do every time I uh, see a door in front of me. There's a door in my way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a door in my Speaking way. Speaking <laughs> of that, I really love the moment of uh, Bumblebee looking through the doggy door, scanning everything in the house, and then just kind of getting more and more interested, and then the door popping off the frame. I feel like that that's a really beautiful, small set piece that yeah. plays out beautifully. It's really nice. And... Uh, on that, when we, at the few times we did get to look through Bumblebee's, mm-hmm. like it was very eighties, like it was yes. very digi- mm. like you know pixel digitized, like that. So that was he's got like, honeycomb vision, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. That, that or was a cool. cool touch, or even the progress bar of, her, of yeah. them uploading their uh, yeah <laughs> memory reloading, memory reloading, yeah, that was signal convenient, uploading conveniently happening at the end of the movie. Sure. Yeah. Um, I can talk about. Uh, I watched all. I was able to watch all the special features on this one. Oh, um, and uh, I think the most interesting thing is that there's all these like uh, Nike shoe ads. Yeah, no, <laughs> there's not a lot of pl- product placement. There's pop tarts. There's pop tarts, uh, which is actually a great line. Yeah, no, no Bud Light. Yeah. No Bud Light. No Bud Light. Um, but there's a bunch of like deleted scenes and extended oh. scenes. Like uh, the the most interesting one that I thought was in there. Well, one, there's like a whole alternate opening. No, there's a, there's a version of the opening where they start with Bumble- more diving. <laughs> <laughs> they like start right in with Bumblebee on the run in the woods. Like I he see. is. And uh, he's like, has this voiceover of like, uh, he's like, uh, I'm done with humans. It's, they're not worth saving oh and all this God. stuff. <laughs> they're, they're attacking me, blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, but, um, the other big thing is that whole sequence where Bumblebee, uh, you know, messes up the house. Yeah. They filmed this entire like extended thing th- uh, at w- and it has like, uh, you know, some CG, like early unfinished CG in it and everything where the moment where he like jacks into the wall and like alerts the Decepticons, it also does like a Michael Bay type thing uh, where it like creates some other like transformer robots. In, oh boy. In the, no. uh, in the house. And there's this whole extended sequence of them fighting the fridge. Uh, oh no. The washer, the uh, oven, I think. That and makes also sense. her alarm clock. Yeah, that makes sense. And they have to like kill them. And like they're, they ended up having to like, if the you parents? rip out. No, this no, is a uh, memo and memo and, and Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when they get back first, yeah. when they get back, like that's very, that's very paranormal. Like that's the but thing it was that just, happens in those movies. Yeah, yeah. It was like, I mean, it was cool. It, it was impressive that they filmed the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and it's a long sequence, like two minutes or something. Um, but uh, no, I love that they don't have any yes. of those it yes. ultimately, extra ultimately little bots in yeah. this movie. Because we always got someone oh, like yeah, that in the other movies. Yes. So the little ones that would like hump Megan Fox's leg or like be a mad scientist. Or, and I was just like, oh, God. Yeah. God, you yeah. really keep reminding me how bad those are. <laughs> <laughs> so I like really block those moments. Yeah, out. yeah. I yeah. will say that I, in Bumblebee's defense, when I was a two-year-old, I stuck a key in a light socket. And, <laughs> and you just, alerted the Decepticon <laughs> army. It's a very tempting thing to do. So, you know, no Aren't harm, no foul. a light socket block? Uh, I sure am. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. He's trying to do it right Synergy. now. Synergy. It's going to be like yeah. a Twin Peaks situation. Uh, the, yeah, the key, the key melted. Uh, it was uh, that good. Uh, wow. Yeah. Did you go to the hospital? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> were you grounded? 
Uh, no, it was not grounded. I got electrocuted. Uh, <laughs> no, I, it's actually, I, I was, it's my, it's my first conscious <laughs> memory. I was underneath a table and I'm not sure if I was blasted there or if I just woke up there. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, so you it, like knocked you unconscious. Yeah. Oh, you got fucked up. <laughs> yeah. But it like started your memory, though? That You're like, oh. Oh, yeah. Well, he had, he was a started. different person. That's true. I got this yeah. version. Wait, how old did yeah, you say you were? that's true. Two, three? Do you, so, do you, like, remember pain or any? Like, no. I'm waking oh. up underneath the table. That's it. That's it. Wow. You yeah. probably got launched. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I mean, it's not hilarious. <laughs> The, I mean, yeah, your original here, self so is in another multiverse. That's right. That's right. right. <laughs> this is the alternate. I'm just saying, I get it, Bumblebee. You want to <laughs> okay. you want you want to stick things. In That's there. why we have the covers for our sockets around here. Yeah, just like to be safe. Oh, I see. Yes, no, I yeah. will put. Yeah, um, the, the podcast so, recorder is in there. I'm say that. So the that score. Score. Yeah. Great. Yeah, from uh, the Dario. Composer, yeah, composer of uh, Kubo as well. Right? Yes, I, I enjoy him most in his um, Joe Wright movies. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Pride yeah. and Prejudice is probably one of my favorite so good. scores ever. Yes, it's fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, this is a cool score. Um, you know, Jablonski was good the entire time, but I was like, yeah. I don't think this is Jablonski. <laughs> and then, yeah, it he was not. There's not a lot of score opportunities because of all sure, the fucking sure. needle drops. That's but right. yes, it is a good score. Because when yeah. you said score, I was like, was there a score? There was. It was like there the was. heartfelt um, kind of moments a lot. Yeah. Oh, what did you think about the very opening when they introduce all spark pictures? <laughs> I was I wrote that down because I was like, is that does that still exist? I wonder if we're gonna see that in the I don't know. Rise is that of just the for the movie? I don't know. I was it seemed like, like that was that Hasbro's writer room thing. Yeah, yeah. That would be my guess. Well and then Hasbro like had had or has E one also yep. and like but then I I did watch one yeah. of the future e, no E one was for was before uh, Dungeons and Dragons so that's still a thing oh okay yeah yeah the new movie is with E one but know. this yeah. guy like um, Brian Goldner was like the main um, executive on a lot of these Hasbro movies and he like passed away during oh. during or right after the pandemic like unexpectedly like he wasn't very old and so I know that the Hasbro movies have kind of and the these different studios that they had under there have kind of been all over the place since then and mm-hmm. figuring out Wikipedia you know. says uh, All Spark Pictures defunct 2020 so. okay okay my sure. my current, oh yeah it says merged with Entertainment One. Yeah. My current okay. job has Hasbro's above us by a floor, but I don't know uh. if it's the entertainment or the toys. But I do know that there's a giant Miss Potato Head in our <gasps> courtyard. Ooh, <laughs> wait, did you say Mrs. Mister? Oh, Mister. I'm sorry, Mister. Isn't isn't Potato Head gender neutral now? Oh, I don't know. The new I don't, one is. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know about the. I only know the, the Toy Story ones, to be honest. Yeah, Tyler, you need to go examine tomorrow. Uh, you know what? I will. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm not comfortable walking up to any sort of potato, potato, and asking their gender. <laughs> yeah, you should not that's do their that. that's their yeah, business. Their own business. Yeah. Um, I have more uh, deleted scenes clips I can play. Let's hear it. <laughs> Stuff that you guys haven't heard, so it's new to you. Okay, Justin's we'll secret react. stash. Live react. There was a uh, deleted uh, conversation that I thought was pretty funny that felt like it was like, oh, they deleted like a sequel rights conversation out of this movie. <laughs> uh, and it, this is like two uh, random like Sector 7, uh, just like random red shirts talking. No, dumbass. The machines make other machines. Yeah, I know. But who made the first machine? It makes you wonder. Like, is their version of God a bunch of wires? Or... That's stupid. 
That's the sharpest dialogue I've ever heard. I know. I was like, oh, I wonder why I was Quintessa, obviously. Yeah. yeah. The Quintessa life. is stupid. Yeah. So they're right. There was a... Uh, there are these whole other like two other friends of hers that got deleted from this oh, from the series good. that like also worked <laughs> with her at the uh, hot dog stick stand. Oh, I see. And we're also at the like d- cliff diving party. Sure. Um, and one of the cool kids refers to him this way at one point. You're seven minutes late. Whoop! Not that one. This one. Woo! Hot dog girls. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Hot dog girls. <laughs> I was going to say there's more, uh, there's another clip of the like, uh, you know, I don't know, Arrested Development hot dog stand guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who, who has this joke. This is from the actual movie. I need you to go to the frozen banana stand and steal some sticks. We're out of sticks. Can't we just sell the hot dogs without the sticks? No. <laughs> and there's a deleted scene moment with him here that I thought was kind of funny. You're seven minutes late. It's nine in the morning. I'm pretty sure there's not a whole lot of people begging for a wiener right now. <laughs> I am. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what about that music? I should have left that one in there. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Yeah. There's like a guy in front of the stand like, I am. <laughs> I am. Wait, so I guess I didn't look at the credits. Did Hot Dog on a Stick actually pay for promotional consideration in this one? Uh, is that like a... Uh, that's a... Copyrighted thing? I have no idea. Oh, no. What? Yeah, that's real. You don't know what Hot Dog on a Stick is? Have you never been to a mall? Well, no. Is it not a thing in the Midwest? Oh, maybe not. Well, I don't know if Hot Dog on a Stick was like a copyright. I I assume that you could just be like, we're selling a Hot Dog on a Stick. No, it's a chain. No, it's a chain. The outfit that she wears is like a big deal. Oh, really? No, I have no idea. Oh, my God. I didn't know. Is that a California thing? No way. They had in Las Vegas, for sure. Okay. You're from here. Yeah, but they're few and far between here, but I've known them. I'm looking at it. Oh, my God. The first Hot dog on a stick is still exists. It's in Santa Monica. Oh, okay. Wait, really? It's yeah. from Santa Monica? Yep. I didn't know that. Shit. It's a restaurant company. Yeah, Justin, Not everyone that. in the world knows that. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. I don't know if everyone <laughs> in the world. It says it was founded in Santa Monica, so maybe it doesn't exist in the oh in the God. Midwest. I don't know. It exists in every mall. Oh, they only have 35 locations? In the mall, if Look, you're hard. Well, I think in like the 80s and 90s, they had possible? a bajillion. Yeah. yeah, there's literally every mall. I the Vandals have a song about it. I mean, it. the entire, the, the uh, you know, the uh, Wikipedia is dog. all Real about bad. California yeah. stuff. They, they so. also do like a cheese corn dog. That makes me good. feel like I... Their lemonades are Shouldn't great. know about yeah, this. They're like, yeah, <laughs> the lemonade. That well, was why I like her, to go there. Yeah, she's doing the lemonade thing. There is, yeah. If you've never seen one, you always feel terrible for the... Yeah. It's always all female workers yeah. and they have to like physically like press Mush the lemonade. Yeah. Like See, I was, butter. Yeah. I was convinced that that was just generic. Uh, no, that's no, a no, 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 no. It's stands. a thing for right. sure. Yeah. See? I don't um, so yeah, I maybe know. they did, but even if they maybe. did pay for they got free promo. uh, promotional consideration, it was, uh, it was a well done one. It was yeah. like yeah. a good thing for her to do. I feel like do. they probably didn't. Cause I just feel like that that's just a very specific demeaning job for teenagers. Yeah. Um, Okay, I have one last thing to play that I thought was ridiculous. So you, we were talking about how, like, oh, does this really connect to the other movies? No, no, no. There's this, like... There's I don't this, sound like that. <laughs> exactly I, how I you do, guys yeah. um, There's this uh, section of the bonus feature called, like, Sector 7 Archives or whatever. Ugh. And there's a horror, horrible... Horrible motion, quote-unquote, motion comic that's supposed to be like the next adventure of Bumblebee. Um, And it takes place in 1989 at Half Dome, or it's like outside Half Dome. Sure. Um, It's him meeting John Turturro? 
Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. No. <laughs> so it follows, uh, like, the, it must be like the first mission of, like, Agent Simmons. And the whole time it wasn't connecting with me because the, the, the performance is not at all like him. Sure. And then he kept saying the name, and I was like, I think that's Totoro's character. And by the, there's a moment that happens later that I will play um, that I was like, oh, yeah, it's definitely him. Because <gasps> have you ever it. wanted to know why he had that Superman t shirt? No. no. The Sector 7 t-shirt? Well, now you can hear it right here. Also, this is how the entire motion comic sounds, and mm. it's 10 minutes long. <laughs> this is not where I'm... The clip is not 10 minutes long, but the motion comic. Here we go. It's going to feel Congratulations, good. sir. You're like a superhero. You should wear a t-shirt with one of those S and a shield insignias. You make it, March. I'll wear it. Tubular. Assuming my career survives the debriefing at this igloo, wherever and whatever it is, disobeying orders may have won this day, but to this agent, it felt... Grody to the max? Yeah. From this day forward, I pledge to act strictly by the book. No chill pills for me until we rid our planet of this robot menace. You hear me, Transformers? Sector 7 is gunning for you! Sir, are all the robots evil forces? Could some of them maybe be more than meets the eye? <laughs> Get real, Agent March. Get real. Get real, Justin. Oh I hate you. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, the the, the uh, that was towards the end of the motion comic, but the motion comic ends with him meeting Banachek at the igloo, and Banachek being like, "Here's what we have behind this door," and it's Megatron, uh, you know, as the Iceman. Oh my god! And apparently, um, you might notice that Megatron's not in the movie at all. Yeah. And apparently, he was originally supposed to be in the opening, opening sequence in Cybertron, but they ultimately cut him out. Out, uh, to help uh, keep the continuity from the original films because he would have like already been on Earth. Oh, because we all care so much. Oh, we all right. care so deeply. I didn't even think of yeah. him once. That <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you weren't like, where's Megatron? No, no, <laughs> no I, really I was wasn't. not. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that sounded awful. I'm so sorry to. I watched the whole thing. It was so bad. I got paid. So speaking of the Superman tubular. Decal, uh, uh, one thing that I very much enjoyed about this movie is the Iron Giant type moment where Bumblebee goes, starts murdering, and goes into to kill oh, mode. Red mode, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and actually making the Transformers scary, and 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 you know her pulling him back from that made a lot of sense and had a lot of narrative weight, and I think that it's very difficult for a movie like that to pull that sort of thing off, and I felt that it um. I don't know. I thought it was a nice moment, and it made me think of the Iron Giant, and that was the, <laughs> that was the main reason. That's I wanted really to bring it up. a good reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll agree with that. Yeah, not a weapon. Well, uh, I hate to, you know, I, I think it's really funny. Uh, you know, I was putting together the clips and everything, and I was like, or watching the movie, I was kind of like, you know, this movie is really good, um, but like. <laughs> As you as you might be looking at your uh, timer when you're wa- listening to this episode, it's shorter because I'm like, for some reason, we have less to talk about because it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, am I going to have any clips to play? Because there's no like ridiculous <laughs> shit that happens in this movie as much. So uh, I think we're already at the point where we're going to do the rating system. I think so. Yeah. Um, Christina Hodson, the writer, yeah. I would say, um, mm. she also did Harley or Birds of Prey Birds and of Prey. Harley, yeah. whatever the title of that movie was, yeah. uh, which is a good movie. It is. And um, she's also the, you know, only credited screenplay writer of um, 
you know, what is promising to be the world's greatest superhero movie of all time in the entire universe, according to all the celebrities that have watched it, which is The Flash coming out soon. So we'll see what happens. I was like, what movie are you going to say? Yeah, Yeah, because... (laughs) Blue Beetle! Every every, uh, day I keep seeing another headline being like, Tom Cruise watched The Flash and said it was the greatest movie. Like, Ben Affleck watched it and loved it and, you know, whatever. I've seen Um, some people air himself. it's the same movie as Spider-Verse. Right. Also wrote a uh, canceled Batgirl, oh, um, but boy. it seems like she's still in you know good with James Gunn because she's in his new brain. She's trust. a hot commodity. Yeah, yeah, good Sweet. for her. Uh, yeah. And she's also been signed on to do Fast Eleven, whatever that oh, title. Hell yeah. so she's ends just up being help pick set pieces. To yeah, throw I guess so. And she was also supposed to do the Pirates of the Caribbean with Margot Robbie that got. Oh, either oh. shelved or canceled. Mm. Yeah. Well, hopefully she can bring some like real heart to that series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm excited to see what she does. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler, you have a rating system. Ooh, a rating system. I would say how many delicious glasses of hot dog and stick lemonade? Yes. Would you give 2018's Bumblebee? Uh, I will give it seven. Hot dog on a stick lemonades, mm. which are delicious. They are delicious. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was just so I'm trying not to overhype it because of how shell shocked I've were been just from relieved. the past ones. <laughs> but yeah, I was just so much like, oh my god, like you know, she's wearing a t-shirt. Like yeah. I'm so happy. You <laughs> the know? bar is so low. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. like long pants. Yeah. Oh my god! And you were like, oh my god, this diving VHS is going to be bad. It's like, nope, no, nope. <laughs> one piece, one piece, <laughs> like a diver yeah. would wear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, uh, no, it was really great, though. I, th- I do think that the relationship between the girl and her car dog was very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like that this, you know, supportive himbo boy character kind of guy and her family and just John Cena is so much better than... Um, than if we had gotten to Turo or or even, sorry, Duhamel or any of these people. You Tyrese. Know, just, oh, God. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was... Um, Really nice, and I liked. I just mostly I love the smaller scale. Is what was great. Yes, the 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 actions of that they do could eventually lead to the world being destroyed. But there were no planets coming out of the sky. There was no Stonehenge. There, you know, all that stuff yeah, was. They far still off. would have. Uh, yeah, they would have had to deal with that later. Yeah, like they, they were trying to stop the Decepticons the- from sending a text. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Exactly. <laughs> and I did love the self-aware moments like that. John Cena line about the Decepticons is just incredible. Like that was probably my favorite moment. Yeah. So yeah, I really like this one. And Haley Steinfeld's just great. She is, she's so good and everything. Hawkeye, you know, pitch perfect, all that stuff. Yeah. She's so hot right now. Edge of 17. Yeah. Great movie. She's in Spider-Verse, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. She's Gwen and uh, she has that song about masturbating. She does. She's also Academy Award nominated. Yes, of course. True Grit's awesome. She's great. Uh, I am going to give this a nine. Yeah. Nine delicious uh, hand-squeezed uh, hot dog on oh a my stick. my God. I feel like we have to take Justin Lemonade. to the mall now. Yeah. What yeah. the hell? I've or never, Santa Monica. never been there. Um, uh, yeah, I, 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 I like this movie when it came out. I saw it. I think in, I think I saw it in Costa Rica with, with Mamo, which was really funny. Oh. Um, and uh, I think, I don't know, maybe I like this even more because it's like a 
you know, now I've got a daughter now and thinking about like what would happen if I pass away and all this stuff. Oh like God. Yeah. You know, I don't know all of that more like relationship stuff with your daughter, like sure. kind of like uh, that stuff would affect me a little bit more this time around. And also after watching all these terrible ones in a row, now this one, as Elis mentioned earlier, feels like a miracle. Um, it's just really good. I, I don't like feel like I miss the big, huge action. Like it, it, the action is appropriate for this story. Like I mentioned earlier, there's still some cool new inventive things that mm-hmm. the transformers do during battles and stuff. And, um, you know, honestly it gets me excited to see what is going to happen in this next movie. If this, if it's somehow continued and connected to this, cause I know it now it takes place. The new one is in the nineties. So I'm like really interested to see what's going to happen. Um, and I just think, yeah, I love Haley Steinfeld, everything that she's in. She's great. And she's really selling this relationship here to, you know, what I saw in the behind the scenes is mostly like a pole with a colored yellow dot on it. <laughs> most of the time. I think she does a great job. Um, and this is, uh, the fact that this one is really good. Uh, yeah, is, uh, a miracle. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing this in theaters. I'm shocked that I didn't see it with you, so I must have gone on my own accord, yeah. which is uh, what you do things of your own accord. How news to me? Uh, <laughs> not, not since I stuck a key in a light switch. Um, uh, socket. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give this one eight uh, delicious lemonades. I loved it when I saw it in theaters. I was even more impressed with it this time around. I feel like that some of the CG is already kind of falling apart, uh, which is interesting of just how quickly that's happening these days. It's five years old, unless you're uh, Jurassic Park. Yes, unless you're Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, Magic. And yeah, I think that that the scale of this movie is great. I want more like it shows that you can do big blockbuster sci-fi on a smaller budget, uh, have better stories and have a better movie for it. I wish this became the template of how you do movies like this uh, that can grow into larger franchises. Unfortunately, that is not the lesson that uh, the industry took away from it. <laughs> Bartley, what about you? Uh, I too am going to give it a seven. Nice. Um, I was not, I didn't have the arduous task of watching all the other ones (laughs) right before this, like you guys did. So, um, uh, I, I, this was my second viewing. I saw it in theaters with my, was my then boyfriend, my now husband. We, uh, he's not, uh, a movie person per se. Mm -hmm. And so he, I think he had seen some other transformers, but we came out of that, and you know, like you're kind of affected by the people that you see something totally. with. And he was like, he's like, ah, yeah. and I was like, yeah, you know. And I was like, but the '80s were great, and this and that. So anyway, upon the second watch today, I was like, that's that's a lot better than I thought it was. And um, yeah, I you know, I just reiter- reiterating what you guys said, like the this you know the compactness of it, and and you know, getting rid of a lot of the bad tropes that the other ones had set up for so long. Um, and you know, a lot of damn needle drops, but I do love eighties music. So it was fine. So, um, yeah, seven lemonades. It definitely, yeah, I definitely think that, uh, this is one of those movies that like, if it came out when I was younger, it probably would have been like my favorite. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Cause it's like a really good Transformers movie. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I was just looking and seeing, you know, Travis Knight, this did was moderately successful. What's he doing now? He's going back and he's directing another Leica stop motion film. Yay. Yeah, nice. he was, I feel like he was probably, I mean, a lot of these guys that, you know, do really well in some other area that's yeah. tangential, like animation or stunts or whatever, they come in and they direct a tentpole and they're probably just abused by yeah. the studio and by the 
larger name Michael Bay type producers that are on it, and there's like, fuck this, I yeah, wanna go, I'm out. I want to go do what I used to love doing. Brad Bird makes a ghost protocol, and he's out. <laughs> yeah, exactly, he ghosts. Incredibles two, Incredibles two. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to bring us to the end of our chat on Bumblebee. And uh, next week, we'll be talking about Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Finally. Mm-hmm. Finally, after all this time. It's finally coming out. Um, I'm very excited. I don't know about you guys. I don't know what to think. <laughs> I'm, I actually thought it was season two of The Bear, Rise of the Beef. But... Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm, Chef. I'm mostly interested at this point to see how it's going to connect either with this movie or if they're going to try to further connect. Yeah. Because again, it's another period piece. And Haley Steinfeld's yeah. not in it, right? That we know of. That we know of. Okay. That we know of. And you, yeah. you, you never know Post who's going to... Exactly. But the, but, the, but the Rock was not in uh, Fast right. X. Yeah. Spoilers. Was, if you're not Tyler. <laughs> okay, anyways. But uh, that's what I'm saying. Anything... Yeah, you know, these anything days, anything could happen, you know? You know? Who knows? I, I do think the fact that it takes place in the 90s means someone might show up. You have no idea. Katie Not Hooper, John he's an inventor. There are so many dangerous candidates for who could show up I in know, this. I know, there really are. Oh my yeah, God. I don't Please know. No. We're going to see the origin story of how the Wit Wikis met. No! God, no. I hate them. No. God, Can't please. wait. Can't wait. Anyway. <laughs> oh man all right well Bartley thanks for being here with us hopefully you had a good time I had a great time it's my <laughs> pleasure thank you for having yeah, me of course um, is there anywhere that uh, people can you know check out your work online or follow yeah, what yeah. you're up to um, my social handles are at Bartley Taylor and my website is BartleyWTaylor.com uh, the last film that I did that uh, Elizabeth has actually seen it's yes. Hidden Valley Place it's a short thrill, home invasion thriller nice um, so you can catch that there um, yeah Awesome. All right. Uh, In the meantime, before next week's episode, where can people reach out? Uh, Email us. Sequelrights at gmail.com. What should we do next? Yeah, we're running out. Mm -hmm. And then social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, at Sequelrights. And rate reviews wherever you're listening. Five stars goes a long way to uh, text the Decepticons (laughs) to not come here and kill us all. Please don't. Please don't. Uh, All right. Well, uh, you know what? We'll be back next week to talk about Transformers Rise of the Beasts. We'll see you then. Our love's enough, transcending us through space and time. It's holding up. It keeps you and me intertwined. I'm bringing you back to life Yeah, I know that you're gone, but I swear that you're here It's a feeling that won't disappear And you're bringing me back to life I was looking for something that